Everybody, this is Ask Dr. Gans, the podcast. Stress, everybody's got it, everybody feels it, but what do you do with it? How do you get it handled so that you can be your best, do your best, and more importantly, feel your best in all areas of your life? Well, that's what we're all about here at Ask Dr. Gans, the podcast. I'm your host, Bryn Griffiths, alongside registered psychologist, Dr. Gans Ferentz. How are you doing today? I am doing great. Thank you very much. How are you doing? Well, I'm doing fine. You know, in our last Good. podcast, we were talking about getting kids back to school. And this time yeah. around, because of COVID, it's a little bit different because not all the kids are going back to school. So we focus a little bit on the fact that some are now online and some are actually in the schools. And we talked about how parents were making a very difficult decision. And now today we're focusing on a little bit more about the kids and what they might be going through. And let's, uh, let's first take a look at the kids that are going back to school. And one of the mm-hmm. things, and we've been talking about the numbers in Edmonton, Canada, cause that's where we're located. And uh, in the public school sector, 30% of the kids aren't going back mm-hmm. and 70% are, there's also an affluence uh, reason for that as well. Of the 30%, the, the majority probably can afford it. Of the 70%, not everybody can afford to pull their kids back out of school. So mm-hmm. let's focus first on the kids that are going back. There is a, there's obviously some nerves involved with parents. Uh-huh. That's going to be, I'm guessing, transferred a little bit to the kids. Yeah, yeah. Kids kids are great at picking up whatever's in the air, right, For, in, in terms of emotions and stuff like that, right? So. Um, what parents can do to help the kids is first of all, do their own work, right? I mean, you know, it it always boils down to whatever we want to do for the kids. We have to start with doing for ourselves. we got to make sure we're okay because we are, uh, I would say the foundation where the, where the spot where the kids are going to come, whether they're little kids or big gristled teenagers, right? Right. Um, they're, we're the spot they're going to go to for some sense of calm, some sense of, is this okay? Are we, are we going to be all right? Right. So we, as parents need to do our own work, make sure we're taking care of our self care, talking to people who can support us, other friends, other parents, um, mental health professionals, whatever we need to make sure we're okay so that we can be that spot for the kids as they go back, because they're going back, what they're going back to is something that's very different than they're used to. Um, and whether, you know, if, if it's their first time in school, they, they have an idea of what school's supposed to be. But anybody who's been in school, anybody past grade one, they know it. They've, they've been experiencing it, right? And it's probably going to look very different than what they're used to. And they're going to, you know, kids are super, um, what you call it, sophisticated nowadays. So... They're actually looking and hearing and, and knowing about all the different things that are out in the world as well. So they have their own concerns about, you know, how's this going to go? Is it safe? Am I taking precautions? Is the teacher going to be nice? All these different things. So it, it can be quite an, uh, an adjustment for the children as well. And so one of the things that we can do for our kids is to talk about the fact that it is going to be a bit of a transition. Let them have the space to be able to talk about how they feel, 
what they're looking forward to, what's going to be exciting about going back, but also anything that might be a little different and let them know that it's okay if they need to take a little bit of time to adjust to the new routine, which to be fair happens every year in normal times anyway with school, right? right. So this is just an extension of that really, to be honest. One other thing, masks. They're going to yes. have masks on all day. Mm-hmm. And I'd like to think that parents had done a little bit of prep work with kids and their masks to make mm-hmm. sure that, you know, they, they understand how important the masks are and mm-hmm. how difficult it's going to be to not touch the masks or take them <laughs> off, that kind of stuff. Right. How are the kids going to handle that? Especially for little kids. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, it, it comes down to practice and, and habit, right? Right. Um, the nice thing is, Kids are way more resilient than we usually think, yes. <laughs> and and typically more resilient than the adults, to tell you the truth. And so they they can adjust to a new procedure a lot faster than we can. But you're right; I think it is it is smart and wise to give them a little bit of prep. It's like, hey, so this is kind of what it's going to be like. Here's what you what you need to do to stay safe with that. Here's the new procedure. How you feeling? Right, and knowing and for the parents to kind of ease our minds a bit just like anything else when you go to school you have to be enculturated into the new way of doing things the teachers the staff and the other kids that are a little more um um have a little more experience with that they're also going to help the new folks figure out oh no you can't do that don't don't forget not don't touch your face remember wash your hands right you know all the different things that we're going to need to do with a new reality, that's just going to be going to become part of their, you know, school culture after a while. So it's, it, it is going to be different, but they're going to, they're going to be able to adjust quite well. I think it's one thing to go out and buy books and be ready to go for school. But I've talked to a few parents recently whose kids are going to go back into the classrooms. And one of the things that they've tried to turn into a bit of an adventure. And I love this as a parent is you're going shopping for masks, yeah, and you're yeah, looking exactly. for creative, fun designs to try to <laughs> to try to put a different spin on it. Exactly, absolutely, and and I, I love that. I, I I recently went you know mask shopping online myself, and it's like oh, so many cool designs, right? And it is like another sort of fashion accessory now. It's like all right, how do you show your duality with your with your mask now and, and stuff like that? So yeah, and and I think I think what you described there is a very good principle generally for parents to do with their kids. If you can look at all of this as an adventure, if you can turn it into some sort of game, how can we be the best in what we're going through right now? Right. How can we how can we adjust and make this work for us in some way? You know, what are some good things we're going to get out of this? Well, one of the things we're getting is a lot more individual and family time. You know, something else we get is just slowing down a little bit. Uh, we're learning patience, right? I mean, there's lots of different things we can reframe um, this experience to to be something positive. That's helpful when we as adults do it, but it's really helpful when we can help the kids have that way of looking at things. And, you know, I was talking to somebody earlier today, and I was pointing out that most successful business people, entrepreneurs, this is what they do. This is something they've practiced, and it's almost automatic for them right now is when when stuff is going on, they look for what the advantage is. And somebody was telling me about a, a friend of theirs who was making like really cool, fancy shirts at the start of the, their business online, and then COVID hit, 
and no one no one wanted to buy or had the money to buy fancy shirts. So this guy decided to make fancy masks, you know, and start put those out there. So he's doing quite quite well with the new pivot. And that's what it is. Okay, where is the opportunity? Where is the advantage? And let me play the game of looking for that. So when we can teach the kids, when we have that attitude ourselves as parents, and we can teach the kids to have that attitude, that's, you know, that's almost more valuable than the schooling they're going to get. Do you know what I mean? Because that's going to set them up for success in life. We talked about this on our previous podcast about the fact that people look at the government and how they've ruled things out, not just in the province of Alberta, but in Ontario, British Columbia. I've been hearing negative comments and about everything. The key is, from a parental perspective, I'm guessing, is you've got to be careful that that negativity doesn't move ahead to the kids. You've got to, you've got to find a way to just shut up. Is that fair <laughs> for me to say? Like, you've got to just try to make this a positive experience, even though there's so much involved here and so much at risk. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, you're, you're, you're cutting yourself off of the knees, if you undermine the people who are supposed to be helping your kids, right? Whether it's the, the, the layout the government has in terms of the rollout or the teachers or the school board or, you know, I, I have this all the time with parenting. If you put down the other parent or undermine the other parent in front of the kids, then you're undermining yourself and you're, you're cutting your, you're shooting yourself in the foot. So, yeah, I mean, if you have issues with the way something is being done, do something practical about it. Try to make an adjustment yourself. Write a letter to your person who's in charge of that if you need to. But don't don't do all that stuff in front of the kids because then the kids aren't going to take whatever decisions you're making seriously. Oh well, I'm going to school, but you know, mom and dad always talk about how crappy the school is yeah. or how crappy the teachers are or the government's doing this, and why should I listen to that because the school is a function of the government? Or do you know what I mean? And so, so I don't think it's helpful for you, your case as a parent, but it's definitely not helpful for the kids because it's just going to distract them from what they need to do to, to adjust. We've seen the great job that the, the teaching profession does. Uh-huh. And I have no doubt that through the first two to three months here, they're going to do a great job of looking after the kids that are in schools. Uh-huh. There's obviously a risk there, but they're going to be in with those kids daily. Uh-huh. What about the ones who are going to be at home? Uh-huh. How are they going to keep their focus a little bit here? Because not everybody, I, like I work out of the house, so it's not right. going to be tough for me to check in once in a while, make sure everything's going well and be encouraging. But not every parent can do that. Right. And, you know, it's, it's like you were saying before, sometimes there's a little bit of a, an affluence gap there too, right? I mean, if you have the means to be able to stay home and be able to do that, that's going to go a lot better than than if you don't, right? And so it'll be a little harder with the little kids, but you can still do this. You can really recruit the, the kids to say, okay, listen, we're all adjusting here. This is something that we're going to be doing. This is a little different. So I'm going to recruit you to be my partner in learning. I'm not going to be a teacher. You're going to be the student. We're both going to learn. So we're both going to be the student and we're both going to be the teachers. I'm going to learn from you and you're going to learn from me. And one of the things we're going to learn is discipline, routine, structure and helping helping us to figure out how to do this going forward what i would really say is you know uh, for for parents whose kids are staying home you really do want to set up um set up something that looks like school 
So it doesn't have to physically look like school, but just like a routine. So I'm going to get up at a certain time. I'm going to have lunch at a certain time. Here are when the breaks are going to be. And it doesn't have to be a full, like, you know, nine to three kind of day, depending on how well your kid does and how much work there is. It may be shorter or maybe split up a little different. But but I would set up in, in some sort of regular uh, systematic way that the kid can learn and then predict because that's going to be easier for them to get their heads around. That's one less thing they have to worry about trying to figure out when they're going to do what, but it's also going to make your life as a parent way, way easier if you do that. Would you try to get kids away from the computer on that one hour lunch break? Like take the dog for a walk, get outside, do something a little bit different. You can game later after the school day is done, that kind of thing. Just get them away from the keyboard for an hour. Yeah, well, it's, it's going to be even more important now because the, the, the learning school is the keyboard now, right? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. And uh, we know that there's sort of a negative effect of too much screen time generally, no matter what the content is. And so, yeah, absolutely, as much as we can, get the kids outside, out of the house, getting some fresh air, some sunshine. You know, if you can interact with nature in any way, if you got a pet, play with the pet water the plants, you know what I mean? Go lie in the, you know, when the, weather, when the weather's decent, go lie on the lawn or look at the clouds. Do something, right, that is going to help to break up that, that screen time that we typically have, um, you know, especially if you're being homeschooled at this point. Who's this going to be toughest on, uh, the parents or the students? What, what do you think? And because I'm asking you for a prediction because we're just getting rolling. Yeah. I predict it's going to be harder on the parents, okay. honestly. Uh, kids are kids. Kids adjust fast. They 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 know how to do this. And like, uh, don't get me wrong. There are some kids. I know my son is one of those those kids that did not do well. Actually, both my kids didn't do well with uh, when things had to scramble towards the end of last school year, right? And everything went online, and and it was it was it was much more difficult because they're, they're both more social kids, right? So you are going to have some of those kids that have a difficult time with that setup, but generally. Uh, kids are more adaptable and resilient. So they do just kind of roll with it and they figure it out and they just get into the new routine. Um, but the parents, parents, we have certain expectations. Yes, we right? do. We, we, <laughs> we've been around longer. We said, oh, this is not how it's supposed to go. It's supposed to be like this. And you know what I mean? So that, that's that whole idea of being setting your ways a little bit. This is something that we as parents have to, well, I shouldn't say have to, let me rephrase that. We have the opportunity to learn a new way. <laughs> we have an opportunity to practice um, being more open-minded and more resilient ourselves. So I would, I would encourage all of us parents to take that opportunity to learn that new skill or, that, or to strengthen that skill because that's going to help us in lots of other areas in life too. Did I drag you through a landmine on that one? Because uh, I, I'm totally with you. I think that uh, <laughs> parents are going to set the pace, but I'm yeah. most I'm with you. I, I, I think parents are going to be the biggest problem. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can already see it. I talked to so many parents and I could see sort of the, the pressure, you know, it's like on the cartoon where you see the red going up the person's face oh, yeah, until yeah. they get to the top of the proof, right? Um, <laughs> I, I've, I've seen that happening over the last little while. And I, I, I think a lot of people were really sort of holding out until school started so they could actually have a break. But some people aren't going to get the break nope. because some kids are staying home and then school's going to look kind of different, right? And so... Uh, yeah, you're right. I, I think I think it's going to be a, more of a challenge for us old folks than it is for the young folks. I just sense from you, and I feel this way, that the uh, the teachers are probably, they've had lots of time to think about it. 
mm-hmm. that they're probably going to handle it the best? Well, I, I would say, first of all, teachers are amazing. Okay? Yes, they are. They, they are the backbone of any culture because they keep us going. And, and unfortunately, I don't think generally we have enough respect for the people who are taking care of our kids and, and helping them to turn into proper adults, right? Um, so they had to scramble at the end of last year. No one saw it coming. Um, everybody had to just kind of figure it out. And that's not necessarily what the majority of teachers were trained to do is to set up classes online. So it was kind of crappy, right? It was, it was pretty bumpy, but that's not necessarily the fault of the teachers. That's just how it worked out. Right. So now they have a little bit more time. It still may not be super smooth. But it's going to be a lot more put together now that they had some time to figure out some of the technologies, some of the ways they can adapt certain things. And, you know, so we as parents can really help our children by supporting the teachers, by saying, oh, Mrs. So-and-so did that, Mr. So- Mrs. So-and-so did that. Oh, okay. All right. Tell me about that. And, and try to be positive with what's happening with the teachers because, again, the more respect the kids have for the institutions and for the people teaching them, the better they're going to do. It's really hard. I don't know how it is for you, Bryn. For me, I have a hard time learning from somebody I don't respect, right? I have a hard time learning or picking up anything from somebody I don't feel comfortable or connected with. And so you don't want to damage that experience or that relationship for your kids by bad-mouthing somebody when they come home. I'm a big believer in the carrot on a stick. I, I mm-hmm. uh, or there's another expression that I learned in management. It's called a shit sandwich. And <laughs> have you heard about this one? Yeah. It basically, you you start with positive news. If there's a little bit of negative, you put that's the burger part. You put that in there, and then you wrap up the the rest of the burger with the other part of the bun, which is more positive news. But it's all about. Uh, it's all about just trying to keep some kind of positivity going yeah. when things are not all that positive. But it's a matter. It's, when we're talking about kids, you just got to do it. <laughs> it's interesting. So uh, in, in my previous life, when I was in the States, right, I was in, um, in the uh, school in Chicago. Yeah. And this was, a, this was a last chance school. Like if the kids didn't make it there, it's, it's prison, right? right. This is so everybody was, everybody was on parole or probation or, or whatever. And we, it was it was it was it was basically jail for kids, right? And that we were, but we we're trying to educate them. And um, so, our job, my job as uh, one of the psychologists there, was to help the staff, the teachers, and the other staff understand how to manage the kids' behavior while also teaching them. So we had this this rule: if you're going to give negative consequences, right? If you're going to give some any kind of negative feedback, or you're going to like um, um, in, in a sense, punish a child. We're going to take away points, or we're going to take away privileges, or whatever. The, the, you can only do that if you have a general average of four positives to one negative. Okay. So you had to have four positive things. So it's not like, oh, you did something wrong. Well, I like your shoes. Uh, you know, nice haircut. Uh, love your eyes, and you know, you got a nice voice. They'll okay, figure that out in a heartbeat, right? They'll get that in a heartbeat. Right. You, 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 don't, you don't do it like that. Generally, generally, the tone was you had to be four times more positive than, you know, any kind of correction or negativity that you had there. Right. And, you know, we, we shot for more than four, obviously. But if you can if you can at least do an average of four positive to one negative, you're much better off. And, and how this works with kids. Well, this works with everybody, all humans. 
how our brain is set up, whatever we focus on, we tend to get more of. And so this was working with this principle. If you are always, you know, giving somebody shit, they're always going to see shit. They're always going to act like shit, right? But if you're always telling them all the good stuff, that's what they're going to focus on. They're going to look for more ways to do that. And yeah, sometimes you have to correct their behavior, but that's not, you don't want that to be the general tone of the relationship, right? You want it to be much more positive than it is negative. Refreshing, positive focus as we move forward with the kids in school and the kids that are at home learning online. Absolutely. Thanks for your time today. As always, it, uh, it's always great to chat. And, Absolutely. Uh, one of the things that we love to get from you is feedback. So do not hesitate, especially on these topics right now in these tougher times. Don't hesitate to drop us a line. And our mission is... Yeah, we want to share as much of this stuff as we can with as many people, right? So some of these little things, some of the comments, the strategies, the uh, concepts, you never know how much of an impact they can make in somebody's life. So, you know, uh, for you, it helps to share the ideas you get from this show, uh, but also share the show because that helps other people grow. It creates it creates a better society for all of us, and it helps you learn the stuff you want to learn as well. So. Absolutely. And don't forget to check out all of our free resources as well. If you have not had the opportunity, check out the website, which is askdrgans.com, which is askdrgans.com. Doctor, by the way, is D-R, not the full word doctor. So uh, (laughs) just so you know, and of course, Facebook, Twitter, you can find us everywhere. And as for these podcasts, if you uh, get the opportunity, subscribe. We'd love that. That way, when we... uh, drop a new fresh episode you're going to get it right away mm-hmm. but more importantly just tell everybody tell your friends because uh there's nothing like retweeting there's nothing like uh like just telling everybody that uh, we've got something to say but feedback from everybody is oh so important well and i was gonna to say too Bryn, you know like one of the one of the ideas of this why we do this is to help to create a community right and a community of positive people who have good psychological information that's going to help them, but also they pass it on to the kids or to each other. And before you know it, we have a lot of positive people and it, it's th- what we give, we get back uh, with interest, right? So let's give some positivity and, and get that interest back um, from the people that we're, we're sharing with. And so if, if any of the listeners have any, any ideas or topics that they would like to hear as well, things that they'd like to see covered, we're open to that too, so please send us that feedback as well. And we'll get some guests on too as we uh, start to creep through the winter months here a little bit yep. as well. Get rolling again. I got a whole list of yeah, people. <laughs> absolutely. Thanks for your time today, and of course we'll check in with everybody again next week. Okay. Absolutely. All right. 